I'm Lauren. And I'm Annie. Welcome, Welcome to Burp Bar. Burp Bar. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So today feels like, I, I feel like if we happen to be Broadway performers who were doing uh, like nine to ten shows a week. Tell me about it. <laughs> and we got to like the second Sunday matinee and we're just like, <laughs> boo, 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 boo. <laughs> like our brains are fried. We're saying words we don't know what, what they mean. We're not phoning it in. We're not we're giving you maximum effort. It's just that. It's the second Sunday matinee. We raced three times this past weekend. And we'll get to that mm-hmm. after we tell you a cool and bad story. fun A fun bad story about a bicycle ride. Oh, I was going to do bicycle ride last. Yeah, let's do that. That makes more sense. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Okay. We raced. Did I tell you we raced three times this weekend? You guys. <laughs> we raced three times this weekend. Guys. We remember Trans Rockies being hard. It turns out it doesn't matter the distance or the elevation. It's a multi-day thing. If you race every day... Your brain's gonna, it's gonna break. You know what's interesting, though? I did not have trans Rockies in mind at all going into this weekend. Like, no, no I, me. I didn't even consider the, the the relationship between those two until it was mentioned to me at dinner on Saturday, and I was like, oh yeah, we have run three days in yeah. a row before. No, we hadn't considered that. And I also, like, looked at it on my calendar and thought, oh, 5K, 10 miles, woo, it'll be fun and groovy. And then, but to be clear, it was a 5K, 15 miles, 10 miles, Friday night, Saturday morning, Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. Also, for those of you doing math, that's not a full three days. So from Friday night at 7 p.m., uh-huh. did it start at 7 yeah. p.m.? Yeah. Until Sunday at noon. We raced. 28.1 miles. Not that anybody's counting. But we are, because now we hurt. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the Run Bailey's Run Festival, uh, put on by Southeast Ohio Trail Running Events in partnership with Trail Sisters in particular for the Sunday all-women's race. This was the inaugural year for this event. The Bailey's Trail System is, uh, I think, technically... Is hella in- dope, I think, yeah. technically. Yeah, technically hella dope. <laughs> it's in Chansey, Ohio, just about 15 minutes away from Athens, Ohio. It's a newer trail system. I think I don't even think it's hit two years two years yet, but it's based... It's been put into place by a shit ton of funding that it got, mm-hmm. and they're building miles upon miles of trails on a monthly basis. It's machine-built. It's hard-packed. Oh, glorious. There are banked turns. The whoop-de-woos are perfectly timed. We, we're not exactly sure how great it would be on a bicycle, though we lusted after that feeling. I am. Running. I am oh, sure of what sorry, it is. You are. You are. I'm not. Yes. It's delightful. Well, like cool. I bet it is. <laughs> I bet it is. Sorry. That's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> but I say all that just because uh, I think part of this weekend's event was kind of celebrating Bailey's as a trail mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. And I want to encourage anybody that's anywhere within the area or anybody that's maybe a little bit not to visit the Bailey's Trail Systems because there's just a lot of fun, terrible miles. (laughs) (laughs) So I just know that in Ohio, uh, like the lament of the mountain biker is that there's no flow, that there's a lot of rocks, there's a lot of roots, there's a lot of tight, tight turns, especially here in central Ohio. And so I think that if you're looking to put some salve on the Ohio anger you have on lack of flow, you just go ride Bailey's and you will Mm -hmm. dig the shit out of it. Yeah. All right. All right. That's the environment. So we've painted the picture for you with our our half 
functioning brains. Yes. So Friday night, we arrive, and we've got a big old team of folks that we call friends down there, including the race directors, Michael Owen. And Jessica Couplewitz. Yep. Oh, you got it right. All right. Okay, I just call it Ken. Um, but Friday night began with a kids race, which was actually super fun to watch. It was a 0.8 mile trail race, started on gravel and headed into the woods, and kids were really going. into it. Going. Really, the kids I mean, were going. I think the kid who won finished in like 5.15. So Athens makes a special breed of trail runner. They're different than us. They, they start young. They start young, and they can just run hills like nobody's business. So the competition and basically every discipline down there is steep. Yeah, not like neither Lauren nor I would have had a snowball's chance in hell of winning the kids' race, even <laughs> no, if we had no. trained for it. No, absolutely. I just not. want that to sink in. Yeah, that's a good point. I wouldn't have been able to win the kids' race. If I had trained for it. <laughs> Consider that's so very true. It's like when people run really fast hundreds and you're like, I can't do that distance for 400 meters. Yeah, no, I really think about that. When I see people's winning times, I'm like, during my strides, even if I go make my body do the thing as hard as humanly possible, well, Laurenly possible, there's just no way. I don't even come close. However, with all events of this weekend, the, it was the fastest and the slowest and everything in between and all weird flavors, which mm. was delightful. Mm. So while there was a kid running faster than I could have ever done it, there was also a, a, a tiny individual running in his undies only and yeah. bare feet, which yeah. I respect that. So cute. I would, I mean, I would like to be fair and say as much as the person, the the individual who won the race going as fast as they did, but I don't. I respect the individual in their undies and bare feet <laughs> just a little bit more. I so guess, shout out to that visual because it really set the tone yeah, for me. I feel like that kid embodies like the me that's standing in the field trying to like play baseball is a, is a little girl who is like wearing like a crown of daisies and like dancing around with a the mitt and throwing it up in the air because this kid was actually picking up cones that were actually like delineating where to go in the race and I was like yeah, yeah. deconstruct yep. deconstruct <laughs> <laughs> I'm running my own race yeah. my own design <laughs> Uh, so that was the kids' race, and then uh, after that wrap, the 5K started at 7 p.m. Before that, I spent an hour almost throwing <sighs> up on my feet because I was so fucking nervous. Also, running a 5K at night is weird, and running yeah. a 5K yeah. on a Friday night is weird. And this is not mm-hmm. like a this is not like a slam on the event structure whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's more just like a, a unique challenge of this yes. was to be ready to do a 5K. In the evening. I was super stoked to be able to um, get to warm up with my friend who's an elite athlete, Clarissa. And uh, she said that she doesn't typically warm up, which cracks me up. Because us mid-packers really got to get the juices flowing <laughs> before we turn Start it up to anything. 10. But yeah, or so, get out of bed. Or yeah. get out of bed. <laughs> but we got to warm up together, which was awesome. And I was still feeling like I was going to shit my pants and puke on my shoes, even at the very start line. I just, I haven't gone... I haven't gone to a physical 5K in years and years and years. I mean, I've done, I did like a bitch load of virtual ones because I was bored out of my gourd, but that was like, it's raining in my neighborhood. I'm wearing sweatpants and I took my dog. Like, yeah. So this was intimidating. This was also, just as a side note, this was also the first post COVID SEOTR event oh, yes. outside of 
Ohio backyard because that's held on private property. So mm. this was like the first mm. mass gathering race event that that race company has done. It was after sweet. COVID. And a lot of people had not done any physical uh, in-person physical events uh, for a year and a half. So that was definitely in the air too. You could mm-hmm. feel it. Oh yeah. yeah. And there was a, there were like nice uh, tent set up. OVRC was there. The park systems were there. Um, Trail Sisters. Trail Sisters was there. So yeah. it was it was a cool festival feel. And they, whoever the DJ was, had some good grooves for the whole weekend. Chadwick Robson. Yeah. Well, I was really, really vibing on it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so we took off on the 5K. And when I say take off, I mean Lauren took off. <laughs> and I uh, hung with two friends and who were going at a conversational pace for them. And I was just trying to hang on behind them. So <laughs> Annie hasn't been running much and decided no. she'd run three whole races in a weekend yes. and did marvelously yes. on all three. There was no like um there was no like insecurity stress for me or expectations. I was like, I'm just gonna go and hopefully come out of this a little better off fitness wise than when I went into it and at minimum not fuck up my body. So no. I I ripped the fastest 5K I could on Friday, and I think Which I did was a solid for I, trail. I think I did a 13 minute pace. Who, who knows? Don't I don't know. even know. Don't know. I don't even know. But I tried very, very hard. Lauren also tried very, very hard. Tell me about your experience. I had a super good time. Uh, I panicked slightly the first whole miles uphill, and I feels like it's like rolling hills. And gravel, but my my music cut out it about forty five seconds into the race. That's a nightmare. And I didn't <laughs> want to fiddle with it, but I've never run a five k without my oh. power playlist. And my power playlist is so well curated and perfectly timed. And I, you know, I like to do the whole Eminem rip your balls off in the yeah. last ten minutes. So your balls in the woods until they <laughs> drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rock hard pussy, please don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good 90s. Yeah. yeah. Rock hard pussy, please don't stop. Till your balls drop out and the feet fall off. Throw it in the woods till your dick pop off. Like, I think if my music stopped and I was racing a 5K or a 10K, I think I would, like, stop. I, I couldn't do it. So I, know, I just decided, okay, I'm a, I'm a cave woman. I belong in the woods. I was mostly naked. I had just like tiny panties and a sports bra on. I was like, you exist as a wild woman of the woods. You don't need music because you don't live in a world of technology. You just must fly through the woods like a wild animal. I like this deep narrative. That's good. <laughs> You're like, I don't need music. I just need story. <laughs> <laughs> I was really like, when I'm in that much pain, I'm hanging on to a lot of mantras. So I was thinking like, um, calm, strong, tight, fearless calm, strong, tight, like arms in really fast turnover. Like, especially on the uphills, I was like tight, fast turnover, fearless. And I was like employing different mantras for different pieces. And then on the downhill, which was basically like the last 1.2, I was just like, spend it all, spend it all, spend it all, spend it all. Fearless, fearless, fearless. I didn't think another single thought other than these four words, the entire race. I was, and it was like 1.8 of the 5k was generally up and then the last one mile 1.3 miles or something was generally down it was cool it was a really cool course i had fun i finished fifth female and i was really really stoked on that given that the people who are racing were insanely fast and our friend clarissa got second place sandwiched by a mother-daughter combo which just 
Whoa. Oh. Oh. So cool. So awesome. I just can't imagine how that, like, that mom must feel so insanely proud to be part of a family that's all on the podium. That's just the coolest thing ever. Like, that's the kind of sweet, sweet family vibes that we are way into. Yeah, and I hope I'm not selling out their family secrets here, but so the 13-year-old got first, Clarissa got second, the mom got third, and... It, I, I don't know if it was overheard or shared that the 13-year-old maybe thought Clarissa had let her win. And the mom said, not if she's like me, she didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and Ooh. I just let, I just love, Ooh. like, Ooh. no, everything here is earned. Yeah. Nothing is given. Yeah. Like, and that's totally true. Yeah. So it was just really good, you know, just good competitive juju at mm-hmm. this event. Meanwhile, also, you know accommodating to individuals like me where the goal was to wear as many colors as possible every day. (laughs) So all of these things were, all of these things were there. So don't want to scare anybody off. (laughs) Totally true. Totally true. Uh, So yeah, so that was Friday and like, uh, we woke up Saturday morning and our dear friend Shelly invited us to stay with her in our Airbnb, which thank God, because we would have perished in a ball of fire and dust without air conditioning this weekend. Um, And, we well, woke up Saturday after really kind of wigging ourselves out about Friday because all of us are used to the longer stuff, not mm-hmm. the short stuff. So mm-hmm. the 5K on Friday was the scary, weird thing. And That's then we true. woke up Saturday morning. We were like, phew, yes. 15 miles. Okay. We know how to do that. <laughs> all right. That feels, that feels right. Good. It was a much less nervous morning on Saturday than it was on Friday, which was good. Totally. There was a lot more people on Saturday. Yes. Still a good vibe of, like, competitive but, like, jovial and kind. Yeah. Which is just, like, the right mix. Yeah. Not intimidating. So community-based. Really just crunchy and delicious. Yeah. And the community down there is just so cool and intertwined and welcoming. Like, it's funny because everybody is related to the PT or owns a nearby business or is somebody's brother-in-law. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, And it's really cool because it it plays out in how people treat one another and how kind and encouraging people are to each other. And again, while also still being out for blood when necessary. True. True. (laughs) So how did your race start? Uh, so my race started exactly as planned. So I, on, on the 5k on Friday, I had a little bit just been like, I'm going to hang on to Heidi and Timory no matter what, even though this is really uncomfortable for me, uh, just pace wise. And Saturday I was like, I'm just, I'm like really, really going to do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. So one of the things, and I find that this typically happens on races that start on any kind of an incline, even if it's super, super slight, that just like really burns me out. So it's really beneficial for me to just walk. Like it hurts it doesn't me to hear matter. you talk about this right now. It hurts me in my soul. So like I was the uh I think I was the second to last person within probably probably within a hundred meters. I was the second to last person out. Um and like I I appreciate this maturity for myself as an athlete, and I'm really not trying to like. Oh no! Okay, I turn know. the knife in your side. I know. Um, but I like. There's no ego for me to be like, oh god, I'm almost at the back of the pack. Like I could give two shits because I ended up feeling way way better. So like I ended up being behind all my friends and who I was around. Um, but I just kept walk. I walked every single uphill. I pretty much did like shell to e FKT rules, which is like not even like walk every 
uphill and run everything else. It's like walk everything except for slight downhills. <laughs> um, but I ended up catching up um, with the people that I ended up finishing with for the most part um, about six to seven miles into the 15 miler. Um, and was really stoked that like my body was keeping it together because I have not. You rocked it. Yeah, I like you rocked and it. I, I you eased in, caught up, stayed steady, and then brought the people in. Yeah, that's yeah. like the Lang method. Yeah, so it was funny because uh, friend Timory, who we got to finish all three days together, we were the only like I would that was the only person that I finished with on all three days. Um, Timory was like, "I'm sorry, I'm like so like up your butt right now," and I was like, "Don't worry." <laughs> I was like, "It's there's actually a name for it. It's called the Lang Hang. You're just yeah. doing the Lang Hang yeah. to the finish line." Yeah, yeah. So and I. I really tried to frame it too of like if this was a training run how would I feel about how it went and I'm like I would be stoked if I went no, out to the woods don't. for a 15 minute or a 15 mile run I ended up being like 14 and a half 14 and a quarter I was like I would feel great about this so I feel great about this no shit it was also pretty toasty it and was that was so painfully hot without a breeze oh and there was so much humidity yeah there was quite a few people that that really took their shine off you know yeah. Who? Lauren, tell me about your experience on Saturday. (laughs) I got fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) So I went in feeling super confident. Yeah. Which is a good place to start. Yeah. But it's also good to follow your method, which is ease into your pace no matter what. So when I set out in for the fool's race in uh, Easter-ish time... Fool's gold. Uh, Fool's gold, as Annie (laughs) likes to call it. I promised myself 1.5 miles at the perfectly comfortable pace, just the most comfortable pace that I can do. Mm -hmm. And then I would turn it up in the middle miles and then really crank it to race pace in the final two to three. Doop, doop. I fucked that up. I fucked it up real bad. (laughs) I went really fast in the first five miles. I got bloodlusty and thought I could hang on to a certain pace. I was doing like 1130s for the uphill miles. And what happened was maybe 10 men ended up in a conga line behind me. And I sort of got this like Barkley Fall Classic mentality, which is like, if I pull over, I waste time letting you go by. Mm -hmm. This is also my race. I get that. Not just your race. I get that. And so... If you need to pass me and you're going even a tiny bit faster, you need to make the effort to come around me. I even actually had that that thought for myself going at a slower pace because I kept feeling like I needed to defer to the people behind me. And I was like, no, like, it's on the person. Like, if they need to pass, I am more than happy to accommodate, but I'm not going to proactively step over. Right. And I do think that's one of those, and I'll talk about some of this for the women-only race on Sunday, I do think those are some tendencies that women tend to have which is like gotta get out of the way take a little space yes, like yes. even for other women it's not just like yes. women for men it's women uh, uh, with anyone yes. at least i i definitely have some of that where i have to flip yes. that off but in in the moment I, I got five whole miles in like over an hour of running and none of these guys trying to pass me and so in that moment it maybe ne- not necessarily was ego but it was like i feel respected And trusted to set a pace that they can, like a tempo we can stay with. And so I felt responsible for my choo-choo. And I was like, I want to keep us going. And then 
everybody blew up. Whole whole conga. There were maybe two guys <laughs> of that whole group who ended up going ahead of me and stayed ahead of me. And everyone else I yo-yoed with for the rest of the day, including Turley Marshall, a new friend that I met on the trail, who I ran behind for many miles, and he ended up dusting me. But um, I, I stayed ahead of most of those folks who exploded into the sun as well. Did any of your brain try and trick you into 15 miles being short? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yes. So after five, every everything went wrong. My my tummy hurt. I got the wawas. I got the tunnel vision. My legs started to burn. I ate almost nothing. I was chugging water, and thank God for Shelly who gave me electrolytes. Um, but the rest of it, the last ten miles were like a all heart, no legs, no no anything. Mm. Grind from hell. Yeah. <sighs> wow. And you can see my splits. They all they just went to shit. You were a little rough around the edges when I saw you at the end. Like, and not like grumpy, just like you looked a little crisp. Mm-hmm. A little crisp. Yeah, I hurt myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you um, just, I'm going to uh, look for silver linings. Or not even look for silver linings, but talk about silver linings. I don't think you were ouchy, though. I think you just exploded. Yes, I did. I exploded. Yeah. I exploded into the heat. So it wasn't like... Your if heels it, hurt, your no, foot broke. if it was a 50-degree day, I could have maintained that pace. Yeah. But I got so hot that I wanted to barf. Yeah, it was like being a lobster in a pot of slowly <laughs> Slow boiling <death>. water. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, because you don't, when you start races in the morning, and I don't know if, like, obviously we've done ultras where it was cooler in the morning, but I feel like... I don't know. I'm just going to think because San Diego is the hottest race I can think of. Mm-hmm. It just kind of felt like it was hot the whole time. Not like cool and then hot. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, being in this frame of time where we started early in the morning when it was relatively comfortable and then running into like peak hot time, mm-hmm. it was just like somebody just like periodically coming over your to your treadmill and just like make hitting the incline button like yeah. two two times yes. every couple of minutes yes. and you're like you don't really notice until all of a sudden you're like i think i'm gonna puke yes yes <laughs> and you're like what's happened oh yeah it's probably 20 degrees um, hotter than when we started so ouchy like, yeah so ouchy thank goodness for the shit i'm like so grateful that the tra- the trail is so uh covered. shaded yeah, and covered really because Otherwise, I mean, we really would have exploded into nothingness. Um, yeah. Uh, also really cool about the 15 mile is there was no repeating trail. No, that was nice. Um, it's a good trail. I yeah. just don't want to ever do it again. <laughs> we'll be there next year, I'm sure. We will be. Um, so I finished 14th. I feel okay about that. Although I was really, I was really desperately going for like 8th in yeah. my mind. Yeah. Also, our friend Shelly came around me at an incredible rate of speed with two miles to go and was like, come with me. And I was like, mother of God, <laughs> I could bear. I, I think I just cussed up a storm, which was not like, damn it. Shelly got me. It was like, damn it. Someone else is able to move their body in this heat, which means uh, it it's, is it's possible. me. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Everybody didn't explode. No, nope. nope. Shelly just turned it up and turned it up and turned it up. Yeah. Way to go. Oh, well, Probably, yeah. I mean, maybe in a few months from now or a few years, whatever, you look back and be like, it was fun to try to think about racing a 15-miler in the summer. Yeah. yeah. So we finished the race on Saturday, and 
We proceeded to have the most luxurious day afterwards, which was great. Oh, we got to watch highlights of the Olympics, which there is no better time for the Olympics than Saturday afternoon. Mm-mm. There just isn't. It, it was, feels so... Oh, oh. It was delightful. We showered, rolled around, read books, ate snacks. All the snacks. Blow dried her hair, just like hung out. It was like, I think, I'm not a mom, but I hung out with two moms all afternoon and sort of felt like... Yeah, I can see why this is, like, the juiciest thing in the world. We're like, yeah. no one's bothering you. You don't need to give anyone anything, cook anything, take anyone anywhere. You can just lay down in a bed with yeah. wet hair and watch TV. It was just, it was really great and restful. Like, and having already done the thing, it was just, yeah. It was awesome. <sighs> and then we got to go out and celebrate with all of our women. Our friend Clarissa got fourth on Saturday, I believe. I believe so, yeah. So she was on a roll and everyone was kind of flying high. We went out to dinner and yeah. celebrated the essence of runner women. Yeah, and I think it uh, it's worth mentioning. So there was a award for the weekend. For the men, it was whoever ran the Friday and Saturday races in the fastest cumulative time. Called the Lost Marbles Award, I believe. Got it. And uh, I think there was a joke made at some point that the men were cheating because they only had to do two events while the women had to do three. So there was the a kind of equivalent was the God Pile Award, and it was for the top three women who ran the cumulative fastest time between the three days events so uh it was kind of it was just kind of fun it was like it was like the thrill of fantasy football with it actually being football Um, so we were kind of talking about like who the competitors were for the god pile award and like you know if clarissa's what clarissa's shot was for the god pile award and who the other competitor competitors were and who did all who who did all three events i think in total there were 19 women that did all three days events which is really cool yeah um and our group between laura and i and our who we call our athens women or the fluff bakery uh speaking engagement folks like yeah uh, referenced several different ways uh, i think we comprised and shelly nine whole, nine or ten whole people from of the, the 19, 19 yeah, yeah which and is we, really cool. we left with new friends so yeah um, all 18 now <laughs> yeah, so uh, those were kind of thing, some of the things we were kicking around on Saturday night. And again, still, you know, if uh, you're listening to this and thinking about if this event is right for you, it is because there's comp- totally. competition in the front, colors, high fives, and snacks in the back. Yes, <laughs> colors, <laughs> high fives, and snacks. Perfect. So, so Sunday morning? Sunday morning was the 10-miler, uh, which is a women's-only race. And it was a little bit rougher of a wake-up Sunday yes. morning. Yes. Saturday was kind of like, cool, this feels normal. Sunday morning, it was like, oh, yesterday took it out of us a little bit. Yes. We kind of had some, like, uh, we. I think all three of us in our Airbnb had Advil breakfast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was also just as hot as it was the day before. Yeah. It was it was a slower start on Sunday. Like it just took a little bit more time to eat and get to the bathroom and yes, I I was very happy to have uh left the starting line with um Ashley and Heidi and that felt good and comfy and lovely to be held in the warm embrace of my friends and to just like talk and have fun for a little while. Yeah. Also, really the spirit that was there was so awesome. Like we, every time we would turn a switch back, they would be like, that's a teacher at our school. Hi, so-and-so. And I'd be like, ooh. Yeah. And just cheering everybody. Like there was a small out and back and people were just cheering each other, just like 
wildly cheering each other on. Yeah, and I think even before that, before the event started with there being 45 women there, like, it just was... I don't know. Like, I just wanted to, like, hold hands with everybody and, like, yeah. sing songs together. Well, she together. almost did. Annie is, like, the the local pastor. <laughs> <laughs> Spiritual guide uh, at the start line. They were like, ladies, please come closer to the start line. And no one listened. And so Annie was like, children, grown-ups, I, I, like, women, could, please I, come. I, like, could not let it closer. go. I could not let She's it go. Like, pointing people out and be like, get up here. You get up here. I, you're strong. I want you to be confident in your body get up here now everybody get up here because again this is one of those behaviors among women that we have convinced ourselves we need to do which is to stay back like to hang back yes and i said i got on the starting line so timory and i were on the starting line but we were like because we were like okay we'll be up here but we were like but really guys you all are going to have to pass us mm-hmm. like we're we're the some of the slowest runners here we'll be up here yeah but all of you will have to pass us and i turned around and i said you know this race is trail sisters approved and one of the points of that accreditation is that there has to be equal space for men and women allotted at the finish line mm-hmm. and i said this start line is for you I said, your contribution today... This is your red carpet. <laughs> yeah, I was like, your contribution today is to get up here. I was very inspired, and I'm going to try I was about to, to cry. I'm about to cry <laughs> thinking about it, um, because this is still happening. I saw the social media from Friday night, and the start line of the 5K is five to seven shirtless boys, and that is disheartening to me. There are women running as fast as those boys, and I want to see them at the front. We do not have to hide or make ourselves small. We are as good as you. Yeah. We are as strong as you. Yeah. So we have to, you know, and I don't, it's as much of convincing others of that as it is convincing ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So after, you know, I sermoned at them, uh, everybody (laughs) scooched up because I was, I was pretty forceful because I just could not stand seeing eight feet of real estate. It was like Moses parting the Red Sea. It was a powerful (laughs) moment. And then, Got everybody to scooch up and then took my actual place in the back as one of the slowest runners. So I did feel a little bit like it did a bait and switch, but I was like, for logistics purposes, this is where yes, I should go. Yes. Um, I had a very lovely moment at the end of my 10-mile race in the women's race. Um, Ashley and, and Heidi and I were all running together, and we saw a small conga line on a switchback ahead of us. And I was just like, it would be really fun to race right now. Like, I don't feel like I'm dying. I saved a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. I was like, Ashley, you want to you wanna throw some hammers? And she was like, yeah. And so we just picked people off. We must have picked like nine people off in the last two miles. Uh, you know, that's just racing. Yeah. It was so much fun. And people were, I mean, we were encouraging to them and they were encouraging to us. The spirit of of racing with women was really just like beautiful and felt warm and fuzzy and delicious. And also it was cool to like push. Yeah, it, it did feel really, it felt really juicy. Yeah. Like, and for me, I got that experience from having run three days in a row and the fact that I have not been running much at all. And I thought like, this isn't the worst. Yeah. I feel like I remember why I like this sometimes. Yay. <laughs> awesome. Um, so yeah, I got to finish the day's event and 
Um, our dear friend Clarissa got the God Pile Award for the fastest cumulative time for the three days, which is so cool because she hasn't been able to string together um, some solid running for a while due to injuries, which pretty much I think all of us has experienced where it's like mm-hmm. your body just will not hold it together or mm-hmm. it's a thing that won't go away for a long time. So outside of even the competitiveness or the time or the pace, it's just, you know, just a thing to have done over the course of a weekend. So it's super so stoked for her. Cool. I'm so jazzed for you. Yay, Clarissa. I love you. And there was quite a few uh, women I saw that did their very first trail run yes. this weekend, yes. which was great. Um, a new individual we met, Bosi. If mm-hmm. we're bossy, Bosi. If we're saying your name right, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I should I should say it right. I believe it's Bosi. Mm-hmm. This was her first trail run, and we were like, hey, you should do adventure racing. So hopefully <laughs> we didn't scare the shit Sorry out of you. Sorry we jumped down your throat. <laughs> we get really stoked when we meet new people. We we're just like, want everybody to we want everybody come in to here. do the everything. Come. Um, while we're at it, though, this is probably a good point to interject this. So there are a handful of us that are doing the Buff Betty eight-hour adventure race, women only, in Virginia near Shenandoah on September 26th. And we have, I believe, at least three open spots between our two teams. We'll be sticking together as a whole group. So if you've been thinking about, if you're female and you are thinking about, uh, trying an adventure race and you have some good base fitness for being able to do we'll we'll just throw out some rudimentary numbers here it's always changing for adventure racing but let's say if you can ride your bike for 30 miles total over the course of a whole day not necessarily all at once or Mm -hmm. without breaks Mm -hmm. if you can be on foot for let's say eight to 10 miles max, mm-hmm. again, over the course of a whole day. You'll take note that I did not say run. No. Be on your feet for 8 mm-hmm. to 10 miles. Um, and if you are not terrified to be in a boat, that's pretty much that's that's, pretty much that's it. That's pretty dudes. much it. That's pretty much um, it. Adventure racing, and in particular for this event, we will not be redlining. It will be a lot of, like, power hiking while mm-hmm. we're on foot. For mountain biking or biking, it's really about just being able to stay together as a group and moving as much as a unit as we can. If um, you're over five foot eight, we have an extra bike for you. Yep. Um, and even if you're not over five foot eight, we just message us and we can try and sort it out. So mm-hmm. uh, really want to encourage, especially as we've talked about our Love Letter to Women episode um, previous to this, as we're talking about women only uh, race on Sunday this week, if you are feeling in inspired to try something new buff betty would be an excellent opportunity to do so so please dm email um you know you will be comfortable support you'll be in good company uh because there are already three uh first time adventure racers on our team so it'll be laura and i and the rest will be new adventure racers navigation is not a requirement it's just me that's all on me that's fine that's my (laughs) own thing to to deal with no pressure in any whatsoever (laughs) to just read all the maps and Uh, that's a good upper. Nope, that'll be too late. Never mind. <laughs> I, I need to remember how to navigate. Um, but yes, if you're interested, please do reach out. We would love to have two full teams of four for Buff Betty. Yes. Um, what yes. else? W- women and trans women. Yes. Uh, okay, so that's it, I think, for 
the for the racing portion. I think so. I do want to call out some of our, you know, we have some uh, deep birth barf roots within Athens. Um, and I got to run with Marie Rapp, who is a birth barf fan um, for Friday and Saturday. And we had so all good. kinds of good conversation. Eyebrow, eyebrow raise, eyebrow raise. <laughs> um, so Marie, thanks for your time uh, together this weekend. And I'm sorry I didn't get a better non-blurry photo while we were running. It was just too hot to stop. <laughs> um, and then Julie Wilson, who Julie, oh. just really, oh. uh, like... We love you so, yeah. so much. Yeah, so... You are such a beam of glorious love and light. I just want to be around you all the time. I think you're fantastic. <laughs> so it was re- it was really nice seeing you both and and all of our new friends as well um, this weekend. Indeed. Yep. Um, let's see. So, yeah, I think that's it for the for Run Bailey's um, event. Uh, excellent job to Jessica Kay for her first time oh, RDing an event beautiful. on Sunday and volunteering and just giving her sweat, her blood, and tears all her weekend. Everything. You could feel it in the entire event. And when you ate the watermelon that she sliced up specifically for the extension. <laughs> so, yes. that was vital. Snaps. Uh so we are a little bit behind on another on everything. We're behind on, on everything, everything <laughs> but a, particularly a major adventure that we uh, embarked upon for the Fourth of July weekend, which yeah. we do. It's our annual bike ride to somewhere. Yeah, and I think normally maybe we would feel comfortable just kind of letting this slide into the ether without calling However, too much. And I can't. I just can't. I have to talk about it. I need this on no. record, and I need everyone to know <laughs> that it's like. This is like surgery level for me. It's become like the higher the higher level of like if it's not on Strava, it didn't happen. I'm like, if it didn't podcast about it, oh, it wasn't no. that hard. This is a podcast worthy time. So we Ooh. decided that we were going to up our game. We usually ride our bikes to Yellow Springs, stay in Yellow Springs and ride back, which is about 55 to 60 miles, depending on how many brownies we stop for. Each way. So, yeah. you know, 120 total. And it's fun. So and we it's thought, fun. So we thought we wouldn't make it fun. <laughs> we, yeah. It, Although, to be fair, I did not realize I was saying that it was, I didn't realize I was making it not fun. Really? Really. Oh, I knew it wouldn't be fun. What, last year, when you said we should really go to Cincinnati next year, I've done the Cincinnati ride a couple times, and I know what it is, and it is not of the fun breed. It is, it's like an ultra. It's like an ultra. Yes. So how many miles did we end up with, just spoiler alert, on the first day? That's a good question. Keep keep talking. Okay, I think like up. 105 or 110. So we left in the early morning from um, a trailhead at... Uh, Camp Chase Trailhead at uh, Darby, Battelle Darby Creek right. Park. I just yep. call it the Bison Place. Yep, and you can park overnight, um, which is why we left our vehicles there safely. And it's good to just skip the whole city exit from Columbus because... Biking through the west side can be treacherous and also just spike your cortisol levels while you're trying to get out of town. So, and in a lot of places, it's a good just it's just a good way to pick up a flat before you even done anything. Absolutely, just riding through garbage. So we skipped that bullshit and went straight to the trail. Um, we had a grand old time for the first many miles. We just cruised and talked, and um, I've I've already forgotten what bike I rode. I oh, I rode my my carbon road bike. Yes, and I rode my new uh, my new gravel bike, which was mm. fun. So thank you to Paradise Garage, who I've actually rented a specialized uh, Diverge 
uh, bike from them the last two times that we've done this ride. And this year they didn't have their rental bikes available because, you know, all the bikes are gone. Yeah. Uh, and I actually purchased, just purchased the bike that I've been renting the last couple years. So dope. that was, that was kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I stored most of my gear in a saddle, a giant saddle bag that I borrowed from the Langs. We rode quite a bit lighter as far as stuff that we brought than previous I years. I brought a cotton dress, flip-flops, and a toothbrush. Same. Maybe some lipstick, and that was it. And that was the move. Yeah. There was really no reason to load us down. We were gonna, we had planned to stay in a hotel. We got a really nice hotel down there. Um, but yeah, the way down was a little bit spicy we stopped for lunch kind of late in the day like it le- over halfway yeah although i should point out one of the highlights of this whole trip for me was our outfit choice oh, which is yes, we primo every year to go with the anton kropitschka look which is a cut off plaid shirt which was turns out the most comfortable possible the best. thing we both went to the thrift store and <laughs> respectively to both of Gehenna's thrift stores to get our own and uh it it just the it like stays wet, which is nice because it keeps you cool. Mm-hmm. It's like nice and floppy. You can so just have it a, open the whole time. Yeah, it's definitely not aerodynamic. You can't <sighs> race in it. But it's cheap as shit. Like yeah, I, I just it was I, I love it. Delightful. I, I'm gonna do that more. Me too. And I'm sorry for everyone else. It's not very pro at all. Like I, I got a, I got a lot of side eye for it, and I from to me it's like a fresh fucking look. Yeah, but. My husband had a lot of weird words to say about it. Um, whatever. I'm yeah. like, I'm into that trucker look. I yeah. think it's sexy. Uh, so I'm looking for any excuse to wear that again. So just you so know, how many prepared. miles was it the first day? First day it was 103.75 miles. God, it felt like 200. Okay. And 1,000 feet of gain. So okay. just give you an idea of how it's it's pretty flat. So the, yeah. the bike, it's, I mean, it's... It is 99% bike path from yeah, Columbus yeah. to Cincinnati, which is pretty cool. So we stopped for a lunch more than halfway through and had the At most... At the Corwin Peddler. I don't know how you remember this shit. It I was looked it up. The most, <laughs> <I had to laughs> <Thank> refresh. <laughs> the most refreshing, delicious thing ever. We just had these <laughs> awesome homemade sandwiches. Oh, it was the best sandwich I've ever had. It was so moist and it was so... We were so <laughs> hot and crispy and the AC in there was so good. I cannot recommend the Corwin Peddler enough. The Corwin Peddler. The Corwin Peddler. It's so cute. It's a little oh. house that's like a bike shack. Everything is bike themed. With ice cream. They with have real little, milk oh. and real milk ice cream. Little packets of lube, rain ponchos. Yeah. <laughs> Everything like, you need in a lunch place. Yeah. Lube. Lube. Moist sandwiches. <laughs> mm. Lube in your <laughs> moist sandwich. You're really selling it, Lang. <laughs> but like, I think they even have like like a bike tool. Or They like, did. Yeah, yeah. It was very bike. It was adorable and bike friendly. So I think after that, it got even crispier. We still had fun. We had fun the whole way the first day, except for like the last five to six miles, which were hilly. And that's just what happens when you get to Cincinnati. You have to go up up a hill to get to where you're sleeping, no matter where you're sleeping in Cincinnati. Yeah. We also got to, I mean, the bike path towards Cincinnati was absolutely flooded with people. People biking, walking. Um, putting in kayaks to the river. We could see kayakers almost the whole last 20 miles. We got into a town that looked like an active festival was going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was really cute. We stopped and got... Uh, like frozen smoothies, and then went to a running store and got cute hats and bugs. Oh yeah, it was. We were awesome. still vibing at that yeah. time. We were a little bit like, "Ha ha, it's hot." Yeah, but we weren't like, "Oh my god, please." Kill no, it was me. a good time. Like, yeah, and it is nice. Like, yes, it can be 
not as efficient when there's a lot of people around, but you kind of go like, I'm where all the people are. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the thing that the normal people yeah, wanted to do today. It makes it feel enjoyable and summery and American and normal. Yes. As opposed to like, I'm grinding in the middle of a field, in yep. the middle of D- the Dakotas, and I hate my life and my eyeballs. I can see people on a pontoon boat while yeah. I'm rolling around in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> so this was like, we're doing the thing that people are doing. Yeah. So we got into the hotel, which is like a brand new ho- hotel that almost no one else was in. And we're like, the only thing in the world we want to do is like order room service, put our feet up and watch trashy TV. Alas, the restaurant is closed. There were so many things that were closed for the 4th of July. True. Like, it True. was it was a little... And I'm sure it's because, like, really things have just kind of really started reopening post-COVID. And I know, like, uh, workers within the food industry, there's a huge shortage. So I have to imagine that played part of it. Or that's what I told myself in order to be empathetic. Because I was like, good God, somebody put a yes. burger in my mouth yes. right now. I need a lot of something yes. right and now. Then we went to a like an old-timey historical restaurant on the outskirts of Cincinnati and we had to wait 35 minutes and we just walked around the neighborhood like dragging our feet on the ground like I'm hot I'm hungry also which I keep wanting to call the restaurant like the Immaculate Conception that's not that's not right and I also had to look this up you so did the National Exemplar that yeah, was the name you know of the, the immaculate, <laughs> the immaculate <laughs> conception. Mm, <laughs> Come delicious. in, leave with a bun in your oven. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> but no, dinner was actually the best food in the whole world. Delightful. But and I was I, gonna kill someone. Yeah, it was. Uh, but the food was like out, like like hum out loud, good. Like yes, it was. It was uh, amazing. Yeah, it was. Very satisfying. I was stoked on that meal. Yes. I was like having a whole experience. It was. I know. I watched you have it. It was good. <laughs> it was very when Harry met Sally. Yeah, it's funny when we got back to the room. Like I don't even remember what we did. I think we like we just put on passed face out and watched trash trash movies. We watched American Pie two with face masks on. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, forgot. American Pie Gross. two. We were like, oh, this is stupid. Let's watch this. The absolute worst thing yeah. I've ever beheld with my own eyes. Yeah, I am a dumber person for having done that. I'm happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> so we set out on Sunday to make our return trip. It was already muggier than it was the day before when we left. Boy. There was not a lot of wind. We did have a nice time in the first 20 to 40-ish miles. We did. We stopped and got iced coffee. Which was lovely at mile oh. 42, which is a little yeah. tiny coffee shack. I think it was near Loveland. Loveland. Yeah. Loveland has it going on. They do. It's oh. very cute. Every, like There's little outdoor garden seating and like cute oh. breakfast nooks. And mm. it's very delicious. Oh. Um, and then... And then it got hard. And then it got so... Very soon. Very soon. It got very hard. For a long time. We were on our bikes for over nine hours. Over the course of the weekend, we were on our bikes for over 18 hours. Yeah. So, like, and it's funny. It was not the thing that got me that I thought was going to get me. What did you because think was like, gonna, Oh, your ass? Yeah, my ass. Me like too. I remember, mm-hmm. like, the first Yellow Springs trip we did, like, sitting in the saddle on the second day, like... It about blew my uh-huh. hair off. Uh-huh. I could not believe how bad it hurt. Like, I don't think I wrote, I sat down in the saddle for like the first five miles. Yeah. And Sunday morning we woke up and that I was, was like, this is fine. That was like, not I'm not like chafed. My vagina is not unhappy. No. Like, I, the, everything downstairs feels it fine. It was the heat. 
It was the heat. So we ended up having to stop every, probably between seven and ten miles, every seven and ten miles, we just laid down in the shade and just groaned, sometimes not even talking to each other. Really deep, deep, slow misery. Yeah. Like, Uh, I know I'm recording this in my house and it's not a soundproof room, so, you know, enjoy the expletives, Arbor. But, like, at times, it was so hot that I just was like, fuck i was just screaming fuck (laughs) because it was so like and it was like i mean we weren't like going fast we were just like moving and it was just so hot i just had to scream fuck yeah i did too oh my god we we stopped under one of like those little like tiny huts where there's like a picnic table and some bike tools alongside maybe at like maybe between 70 and 80 miles in and some stupid mansplainer no that that's actually like with like four miles to go oh seriously and i i knew that and i could i was like i cannot go this last less than five miles oh. without stopping at this bike oh, shed deleted that but some mansplainer and his girlfriend were there and he was talking about buying land nearby and building a campground and if you guys know me and you know i'm either hot hungry or tired and there's a man <laughs> talking to me he's just gonna get a piece of my distaste for him and i just really wanted to deck him ew (laughs) it just it happens in like almost everything that lasts over 10 hours that we do some dude walks in close to the end and is like you know if you just arrange your saddle so i'm like fuck you you don't fucking know me and i'll give ourselves a lot of credit or I don't know if it's credit or if people should take this with a grain of salt or please forgive us or whatever. Anytime people were talking, there was quite a few riders out there that were doing like big rides for 4th of July weekend. And they were like, oh, where are you coming from? And we were like, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And they're like, oh, when did you start? And we're like, this morning. Like, or they'd be like, oh, well, we're, you know, we went from Columbus to Yellow Springs. Where are you guys going to? And we're like, Cincinnati. Like, we just, (laughs) we were just like, we wanted, we needed, we needed everyone to know. We needed full validation from every bike bro to be like, guys, listen, do you understand what, like, look look in my eyes when I say this to you. We're going to Cincinnati. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, Sunday was just like a constant... Yeah, so you say that you didn't bust your ass in the second day, but I got home that night, smeared hummus on my cheeks, and like licked it off a little bit. Yeah, it's very good. It's very rejuvenating and rehydrating. I had effed up my entire undercarriage by sweating into my bike shorts, and I guess it's maybe that like I should have brought two pairs of bike shorts. I guess. Pro tip for the ladies. I just can't believe it happened that fast. But I just had like... I just got like essentially a gigantic diaper rash and I got leather butt. And I usually only get leather butt from like long distance touring. And didn't you have like bruises and oh, shit? I had too? two yeah. black, like black as night stripes on my sits bones. And, uh, I, and like I, I have the creases. Um, what are these called? Just like your crotch your hip, creases? Your hip flexors? No, that's not your hip flexors. 
Just the like the line in between Your my legs line. and my crotch. Yeah. yeah, my undies lines was also black. Like my skin just looked charred in those spots. Yeah, Annie, Annie got burnt crotch and I got busted ass. Yeah, so get what in a there. Delightful time. Mm. Happy Fourth of July. Yeah. Um. So that's all very interesting. But you know, as there's other fellow writers out there, hopefully we can normalize your butt dying from long distance <laughs> bike riding. We're happy to provide that. So. Yeah, like, Sunday we got stopped by a train in South Charleston, and I was stoked. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we, it stopped. It rolled up into the station and stopped. And then I think there were maybe at least five other bikers there who just threw their bikes down, laid down on the ground, and all groaned. Yeah, and I think, I mean, what was the real feel for that It was, day? like, tumbleweed hot. Yeah, I think it ended up being, the real feel was, like, 96. 90 degrees. Yeah, like, I mean, like... When you stepped on the ground, the ground crunched beneath you and dust popped out of it. It was yeah. horrendous. And that's right before that grocery store in... Where's the train station? Town? I think it's South Charleston. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, wow. We made it. <laughs> we made it. We did it. You know, though, I have to, you know... You're Can gonna, we go to Yellow Springs next You're going to hit me on the podcast. Like, I'm, I'm already kind of like, well... No! Are you kidding me? Well, no. I'll make this trade-off. Remember how you felt with five I'll make this trade-off. Oh, my God. We can go to Yellow Springs for Fourth of July, but I would like a double century weekend sometime in the year. Like, we can do it, like, when it's in nicer fall. out. In fall. Yeah. Or whenever. In the fall. Yeah. Fall. Uh-huh. In the chilly, cold fall. Sure. Not too chilly. I You'll hate you. You'll get rain odds. Oh, you... God. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I hated the heat. The second day was horrible because almost not exclusively, but the heat. Also, please send your recommendations for ladies' bike saddles my way. I have been riding on a specialized jet for about 10 years and it has just busted into shreds. And I really need some good tip, pro tips there. I have seen the ones that actually you can separate uh, in the center and you can adjust them for your bones. Um, but those are like $280. So if you have an affordable bike seat option for ladies' buns, help a sister out. If you've got an old vagina-friendly seat laying around. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you have an old vagina. (laughs) If you have any old vaginas laying around. Who doesn't? I know I do. I mean, I keep a couple extra here and there just when I need to switch it out after 200 miles. That's not true because otherwise I would swap out my vagina on a double century right Yeah, use your old one. Yeah. You don't want to fuck up your good one. No. Oh, God, what have we done? Um, it's funny because I would like to say that this is what our brains were like towards the end of the 200 miles and we weren't even able to do that. I don't think we were talking. No, no. I I couldn't make any sense of the world. (sighs) But another successful 4th of July bike trip in the books. Uh It's also like, I'm definitely putting this in my pocket as like a thing that I can do in particular for Adventure Race Nationals in about a month. Yeah. Like, Knowing that I can sit in my bike seat Let's for just 200 tosser. miles. Tosser's colder. Okay. It's Mother's I feel Day. Like... Or they moved it. It's the okay. weekend before Mother's Day now. Okay. Let's I'll do Tosser. That. Yeah. That's pretty miserable, too. <laughs> so, cool. Sounds good. Yay. So, like, I, I love when we put these kind of things in re- and record them so that people can be, like, witness to Remember when, when, you when said... this idiocracy, like, originates. Mm. We have, like, proof of it that... 
Mm, were I hate that. People checked me on that this weekend. <laughs> they would be like, remember that time that you said? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Which is probably good. It's good. It's good that we don't have a good mental catalog of everything we've said on this podcast, because otherwise you would never run longer than 12 hours. And no more 100 miles. I would never run in the heat. Neither one of us would probably run 100 milers anymore. No, never. Yeah. I I I would never try the Shell Twee FKT again, which surely I will. will. Yeah. Fuck. Well, a couple of ding dongs we are. We're glad that you joined us. Well, thanks for hanging with us for our bad decision hour. (laughs) Until next time. We are Burf Barf!